yeah, the brothers asked if uh, this afternoon, uh, rather than continuing the line of fellowship, uh, the main line of the conference, which is on the practice of fellowship, uh, that we would insert a couple of sessions of uh, some practical uh, fellowship. And uh, so this afternoon, we will have this session, as our brother just mentioned, on the matter of coordination in the service, coordination in, in the service. And <clears throat> incidentally, um, I think it's okay for me to mention this. Uh, on the schedule, it had been uh, listed that this session would last till 6 p.m. Uh, but I think we're going to try to, to uh, end this session by 5.30 uh, in order to give all the saints a little more time to uh, everyone to get your dinner and not be so rushed before the, uh, be, before the evening, evening meeting. Um, so uh, I will, I will uh, actually uh, time my speaking a certain amount because I still would like to uh, leave a good amount of time for your responding. And uh, we, we have enjoyed very much the uh, sharing from all of the saints. So we do hope that you could uh, exercise to share your, your, your portion. Well, <clears throat> what I'd, I'd like to present the fellowship uh, this way, saints. Um, maybe I would, I would mention four statements and uh, 10 principles, four statements and 10 principles. At least that's what I'm intending to present to you. We'll see how far, how far we, we, we can get. Uh, when, we're, when we're considering the matter of the service in the church life and the, and the coordination, the practical coordination of any service, any service in the church, whether it's something with people, such as the gospel service or the children's meeting or with the young people, college campus labor, um, uh, anything of this sort, visitation, uh, vis you know, visiting the saints, or the practical services that relate to the things, the affairs, uh, whether that's ushering or uh, cleaning, uh, cleaning the meeting hall or taking care of love feasts or in, in, in all of these services. Um, I hope we would see this first point. Okay, this is the first statement that every service in the church life is a spiritual service. Every service in the church life is a spiritual service and is part of the priesthood, part of the priesthood for the building up of the church. Every service in the church life is, is actually a spiritual service. So before, just now, I, I categorize the service with people and a service with things. Uh, maybe some of us might think, oh, if I'm serving the children, if I'm serving the gospel, if I'm going to visit uh, the saints, oh, I really have to pray. This is a spiritual service. Uh, if I'm going to uh, bake something for the group meeting, if I'm going to cook a meal 
for the love feast. Um, I just do it. Oh, saints, I hope that we could realize every service in the church life is a spiritual service and part of our priesthood. And it's interesting that in the New, particularly in the New Testament, but this is the revelation of the whole, of the whole Bible, that God desires a corporate priesthood from his people. <clears throat> he tells us this in Exodus chapter 19, that he wanted to have a kingdom of priests, a kingdom of priests, a kingdom, a nation in which every citizen was a priest. This, this shows the corporate aspect. He wants us to serve in the priesthood. In the New Testament, Peter brings this out, that we are a holy priesthood. Not just that we're holy priests, but we are a holy priesthood. That's 1 Peter 2.5. And then verse 9 says we are a royal priesthood. A royal priesthood. In Revelation chapter 1, the Lord repeats his desire from the Old Testament that his, his intention was to have a kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. And what is a priest? What is a priest? In a simple definition, one could say that a priest is someone who brings what? Man to God and God to man. What is a priest? A priest brings man to God. And who's the first man that you should bring to God? The first one is you, is me. I need to come to God myself. I'm the first one that needs to come to God so that I can get filled with God, saturated with God. And then, and then, that, that's the holy priesthood. I get filled and saturated with God. Then I go with his authority. And I go, actually, with him to, to minister this God to others. That's the royal priesthood. When you're, suppose you're just baking some cookies for the group meeting. I hope that this action could be brought into the holy and royal priesthood. That, that we would bring this to the Lord, be as we, uh, we can use the terminology that we've been using in the conference, the first two conference meetings. We can, we can bake in the fellowship with the Lord. In oneness with the Lord. Then, then it might even be that we, we pray for the ones that we're going to serve. Maybe uh, a sister uh, is not feeling well. Maybe a, a sister recently had a baby. And we, we want to cook a meal for that family. Very often the churches do this. The saints coordinate together. Oh, it would be so good if as we're cooking... We pray for the family. And then when we go with the meal, <clears throat> we don't have to preach anything to them. We just, we just deliver the, 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 the food. Oh, I tell you, Christ will be dispensed <clears throat> in every service. It's the priesthood for the building of the church. For the building of the church. Saints, by, 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 
by us, each of us having this kind of two-way traffic with the triune God, going to God on behalf of man, going, going, sorry, yes, going to God on behalf of man, going to man on behalf of God. I tell you, that's how the church is built. Because then we're saturated with God to minister God to others. Okay, the second statement. The second statement is that we should do everything through the cross and by the Spirit for the dispensing or ministering of Christ unto the building of the church. If in our heart, when we come to any service, we have this attitude, I'm, I'm doing, I do this, what? Through the cross, by the Spirit, for the dispensing of Christ, unto the building of the church. Oh, if all the brothers in the churches, the leading brothers, when we come together, brothers, when we come together to pray, for the saints to fellowship over the practical affairs of the church. I hope, I hope all of us would be what, what through the cross, through the cross. We wouldn't come with our natural feeling, our natural insight to, to tell the brothers what, what we should do, how should we, we should take the church on, but we all would be through the cross. Allow the Lord to, what, bring us through death and resurrection, then anything that we fellowship, even our thought, our feeling, our opinion, when we fellowship with the other brothers, is not the natural opinion, but it's with the Spirit. Just like what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, I think I have the Spirit. And it's for ministering Christ. Even ministering Christ, not firstly to the saints that we're trying to take care of, but ministering Christ to the fellow serving brothers. Oh, brothers, we need to take care of one another. We need to minister Christ to one another. And I tell you, the church is already being built. Even you haven't talked about how to arrange the meeting, how to do this, how to do that. Maybe maybe for the children's meeting, when the teachers get together, of course, most of us these days are getting together like this via Zoom. Oh, that we could have little prayer before we log on to the call and say, Lord, I just take you. I just, I just take you. I pray for all the saints that I'm going to coordinate with. Saints, even if just for five minutes, we would pray for our, all our fellow serving saints. I do believe there'd be a difference in our coordination meeting. Our heart is what? Not to get the job done. Too often in the when we're coordinating, in the practical things, we, we miss focus. We miss aim. We're focused on a task. We're focused on the task. Now, surely, we need to arrange things, have coordination, get things done. We need to find out who's, who's going to serve first, who's going to take care of singing, who, and, and, and uh, who will give the lesson. Yes, yes. But saints, I tell you, that's, none of those things are the primary thing. The primary thing is that Christ is dispensed into those saints and into me. Because then the church is actually being built. The church is being built. But you know, 
The greatest prophecy in the New Testament is when the Lord Jesus prophesied in Matthew 16, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The Lord revealed this matter of the building of the church and almost in the same breath, the gates of Hades, the gates of Hades. Why? Why did he put these two together? That's because wherever the Lord is working to build the church, oh, we should be very clear. The gates of Hades are there contesting all the time. Now, the, the Lord promises us, and we should take the Lord's word as a promise. He will never prevail. The gates of Hades will not prevail. This is a promise. But at the same time, saints, it's also a kind of warning to show us that the gates of Hades will always try to prevail, will always contest. Now, we might think that the, the, the enemy, the gates of Hades, would fight against us by us uh, arguing uh, 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 with one another or, or uh, making it so that we can't even get to the meeting. But saints, I tell you, I tell you, if we come together and take care of the business, but we don't have any building going on between us, it's very possible the gates of Hades prevailed in that circumstance. We all the time need to be by the cross, through the Spirit, for the dispensing of Christ, to have a heart that Christ would be dispensed into one another. And a good and simple way for Christ to be dispensed in all of our coordination meetings is we just pray. We just enjoy the Lord together a little bit before we touch the practical affairs. We, we just have a little time, maybe sing a hymn, not as a formality because that's what we do every time. Maybe we pray, read a verse that we, someone will mention what they enjoyed and we pray over the verse. Even that, whether it's the leading brothers in the elders meeting or it's a coordination for children's meeting. It's in the same principle. We need to enjoy the Lord together. Then Christ can be dispensed to others, actually to all of us, ourselves as well. And th then we have some confidence. The Lord was able to build a little more in, in this gathering. <clears throat> the third statement. The, th the third statement is this. I mentioned this actually last night. Saints, the, the goal of all of our service is to minister Christ to those around us. The goal is not to have a, 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 a perfect presentation, a perfect work. The goal in our gospel is not to have a, a big number. Uh, surely, we want to have remaining fruit. But what is our goal? Our goal is to minister Christ to those around us. Because this is what brings in the building of, of the church. Our goal is to have a supply of Christ for, for, for others, even in cleaning the meeting hall. Oh, I, I, I remember even as a teenager in the church life, observing, observing some elderly sisters. We're so blessed in my church life, mostly in, in New York City, um, 
Saturday mornings, so many of us would be at the church meeting hall and and cleaning and some coordinating for the children and for various other services. And and I I would see I I, I was put on the uh, the uh, gardening service and the uh, you know cleaning and and and, and gardening. And um, oh, I would see el- elderly sisters even. Cle- Wiping the folding chairs, wiping the folding chairs. You just had an impression. They're praying. They brought this physical service into the divine and mystical realm by their person and by their prayer. And, and some of them testified to us. They pray, Lord, whoever, whoever sits in this seat tomorrow, because this Saturday morning, they're preparing the hall for the Lord's Day meeting. Lord, whoever sits in this seat, Bless them. Oh, can you imagine you go and sit there? You didn't realize someone prayed for you already. That's a a real priest. That's someone who knows what is the spiritual service. And the fourth statement is this. The one accord, the one accord is the master key to every blessing in the New Testament. The one accord, saints. The one accord is the master key to every blessing in the New Testament. Maybe the most important principle in our coordination is be one with the saints. Be one with the saints that we are serving with. Now in in, uh, Romans uh, 15, I think it's verse 4, talks about the one Accord, actually, quite a number of places. Acts one, one accord. Dear saints, we need to be one with the other members of the body. One with the members of the body. You know, when you're talking about the human body, the picture that the Lord shows us, it's it's the most important thing is oneness. We see uh, all the 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 emphasis of the oneness in in Ephesians chapter four. One body, one spirit. Saints, in any service, any level of service, the most important thing is one accord with the members, not getting the job done. Now, how do you get to the one accord? Uh, That's why we need these 10 principles that I'm going to mention to you. But I'll give you one preview. (laughs) The way to the one accord is through the cross. The Lord will use the coordination in the body to apply the cross to us. For what? Not for torture, saints. Not for torture. Not to give us a hard time. But what? To bring us, to bring me into the spirit. To bring me into resurrection. In, 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 any, fellow, in any coordination that we're a part of, in any coordination, um, there will be times when we share our feeling about what we might do, some suggestion, and, and it will not be taken. It will not be taken. And we have a decision to make at that point. Do we insist on our feeling, or we just say amen to the Lord in the body? Actually, saints, today, the cross 
is in the spirit. The cross is in the spirit. You know this marvelous, marvelous picture of the anointing ointment. The anointing ointment in, in Exodus 30. Where we have the, the hen of oil and put into it, mingled with it, are the, these four spices of myrrh, cinnamon, calamus, and cassia. And representing what? The Holy Spirit now mingled with these elements of the sweetness of the death of Christ, the effectiveness of his death, his resurrection, and the power of his resurrection. So the cross, this, this picture shows us that actually the cross and resurrection are in the Spirit. So when we just follow the Spirit, actually the cross is being applied, but also resurrection is being applied. We're energized by our following the Spirit. So there might be a time whether we're, we're having fellowship and we mention something and brothers might say, oh, that's, that's good. Then someone else says something else. And then the, it just seems everything shifts that way. Oh, yeah, let's do that. And you, you may feel, wait, wait, what, what about what I just said? But there might be a feeling within, be quiet. Just a sense in our spirit. Be quiet. Don't say. Don't insist. Say amen. Say amen. Even prefer the other saints. Oh, I tell you, if we come together and enjoy the Lord together, pray together, and bring one another into the Spirit, oh, there'll be a greater chance that we'll have the grace to say amen when the Spirit is applying the cross to us in such a manner. Oh, saints, I could give you so many testimonies, and I believe many of you would also be able to testify when we have the oneness, we have the blessing. We have the blessing. Even according to Psalm 133, it's the commanded blessing. The blessing of life when we keep the oneness. Recently, I enjoyed uh, the, these, these verses uh, that talk about that God wants to open the windows of heaven and pour the blessing on us. I tell you, saints, the way to have the skies open, the heavens open to us, are, is just this, one accord. Keep the one accord with the saints with whom we are serving. And then we'll experience what it says in Ezekiel. Shower, there will be showers of blessing. Showers of blessing. Don't you want this for your service group? Don't you want this with the sisters or the brothers with whom you coordinate? Don't you want this for your family life? Don't you want this for your church? That there would be showers of blessing? Saints, it's, it's, it's possible if we just follow the principle, keep the one accord with the members with whom the Lord has placed us. Okay, those are the four statements. Now, let me touch upon these Ten principles. Um, I won't spend very very long on uh, any one of them. Well, maybe maybe just one. Maybe just one. I'll spend a little longer time. Um, but again, I'd still like to leave adequate time for your for your speaking. 
the first two are a pair. The first two are a pair. In our service, the first point is, uh, first principle is, I am not worthy. The second principle is, I am not able. I am not worthy. I am not able. Saints, whenever we touch whatever service the Lord calls us to, whether it's the service of taking out the trash at the meeting hall, of, of cleaning the bathroom, of taking care of the young people, or of serving in responsibility with the brothers, whatever service it is, we should always have the feeling, I'm not worthy of this service. And so, no service is beneath me. No service is beneath me. And I'm not doing the Lord a favor by volunteering to serve. Actually, it's a privilege to serve. Saints, in ourselves, oh, our, our righteousness is like filthy rags. We, 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 are, we are not worthy to touch the things of the Lord. But he has qualified us. He has qualified us for a share of the portion of the saints in the light. It's Colossians 1. He qualified us. He, and, and he has made us sufficient as ministers of the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. He has made us competent. He has made us sufficient. He has qualified us. We're only qualified by the blood. So saints, since we're not worthy, we should always confess our sins before we come to serve. We should always confess, Lord, cleanse me with your blood, even that I would not have any unconscious sin. Uh, Lord, Lord, uh, deliver me from dead works to serve you as the living God. Deliver me from dead works. You know, this is a... Uh, Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 9, we need to be delivered from the dead works. I believe that's verse uh, 14. Um, Saints, if we come to the Lord without confessing our sins, if we come with a bad conscience, if we come not realizing our unworthiness, but rather for, in a for-granted way, uh, even somewhat maybe in a proud way. Whatever service we do for the Lord, that's a dead work. It's a dead work. We must take care of our conscience in, and have a purified conscience in serving the Lord. The second point uh, is I'm not able. I'm not able. We shouldn't think that we, oh, okay, I, um, I know how to play piano, so I can serve the music. Um, I'm bilingual, so I can serve translation. Um, I'm a school teacher in the public school, so I can serve the children. Saints, it is very possible that this training could be useful in the hand of the Lord, but not in a natural way, not in a natural way. We should always have this feeling. I am not 
able. So I depend on the Lord. So I pray. I pray. I think last night I mentioned this principle. Before we serve, we pray. Prayer, when we come together, should not be a formality. But I do know, I do know, and I, I'm guilty, or I have been guilty of this in the past, to pray perfunctory prayers. To pray prayers that were formal prayers. Um, with, without much feeling, even without much meaning. Because it was the thing to do. We all come together, everyone prays. No, no saints. <laughs> we should pray to declare our dependence on the Lord. That actually is prayer. That actually, Brother Nee gives this definition. What is prayer? Prayer is our declaration of dependence on the Lord. Lord, I need you. We come to you. I've, I've witnessed this. Maybe you have too. Uh, I've witnessed sisters who are very good pianists. Very good. I even, I even attended uh, one of them. I attended their their recital. Uh, in, in you know, the, it it was just them playing. Very good. But then we asked them to serve, and their playing in the church meeting is terrible. Oh, they. Well, what is this? You would think. Oh, they they should be able to pray play the hymns are even more simple than their concertos but there's a principle saints the lord does not want us to serve out of our natural capability it's not that our nat natural capability is bad it's just that it's natural and the lord needs it to go through death and resurrection we need to again just pray come to the spirit apply our spirit and serve in spirit then, then, if we're in the Spirit, then the Holy Spirit in our spirit is there anointing and applying death and resurrection to us as we serve. So I hope we could always keep these two principles when we serve. I am not worthy, so I confess. I am not able, so I pray. The next, uh, this is number three, the next principle is love. Saints, we should serve in and out of love. In the love of the Lord, out of the love of the Lord, with love as our motivation. Love, firstly, toward the Lord. We serve Him because we love Him. We don't serve him out of any obligation. And we don't primarily serve out of any particular need. Yeah, there are many needs in the church life. Often you hear, oh, oh, there's a shortage in children's meeting. Could, could you serve? Oh, we consider, oh, okay, I have time, I'll, I'll serve. Actually, our service should, should just come flow out of our love for the Lord. And uh, what comes to me is, is um, the declaration of that slave in Exodus 21. I love my master. I will not go out free. Oh, we serve be just because we love him. Just because we love him. And, and we may feel, 
we might feel, well, I don't love the Lord enough. I don't feel like I love the Lord, so I'm not going to serve. Oh, don't do this. Don't do this. Saints, actually, on one hand, none of us love the Lord enough. And none of us actually have any love for the Lord. I think many of us appreciate the, this hymn. I believe it's written by Madame, Madame Guion, uh, 546 in, in, our, in our English hymnal. Uh, I love my Lord, but with no love of mine, for I have none to give. I love thee, Lord, but all the love is thine, for by thy love I live. I am as nothing, and I rejoice to be emptied and lost and swallowed up in thee. Saints, we don't have love, naturally. But you know what the Bible tells us in Romans 5? It says that the love of God has been shed abroad, has been poured into our heart. So actually, we do have love. We do have love. We need to exercise our faith and just say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. And actually, that will be, that will be actualized. That will be realized by our spending time with the Lord in our fellowship with him, to come back to our main conference line. Saints, God is love. God is love. So the more we spend time with him, you cannot but love him. That is all of our testimony. You cannot not love him. He draws us to, 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 to love him. And so his love in us will overflow not only back to him, like reflect back to him, but his love will flow to others. It's someone like this. I don't know if, if this example is good, but you know, if you have a mirror, if you have a mirror and the, a light is shining, well, there's a light right there, actually. The light in the, in the mirror goes right back. It just, it reflects. So, Lord, we love you. That's what it says in, 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 actually in 1 John 4. It says, we love because he first loved us. And I grew up uh, knowing this verse in the King James Version, which says, uh, we love him because he first loved us. We, we, even, have a, we even have a hymn in our hymn book, uh, number 70. Uh, oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Well, that's true. But actually... <laughs> If you look in the recovery version, it, uh, you'll, you'll see it says, not we love him, but just we love because he first loved us. The, and the H-I-M, the word him, we love him in the King James, that H-I-M is in italics in the King James because it's supplied. It's not there in the original. So surely it's true. We love the Lord because he first loves us. So his love, we reflect his love back to him. To love him, we just need to come before him. And love will be poured into us, and we love him back. But in 1 John 4, the context is loving the brothers. Loving the brothers. So there it means we love the brothers because he first loved us. But it's the same principle. We come before the Lord, we and we just love him. We reflect his love. Now, if I tilt this down a little bit, oh, if I tilt this, then the same light is being reflected to you, right? Right to you. 
So it's the same source. Saints, if you feel you don't have enough love for the saints, just have more fellowship with the Lord. But my point here is this. We need to serve in love because the body is building itself up in love. It's Ephesians 4. Saints, we who serve together, we need to love one another. We need to love one another. Uh, it, you, you, may, you may recall uh, this was mentioned a number of times in the different uh, conferences and trainings that one of Brother Lee's last words to the elders in, in uh, Anaheim, this was not a word to the co-workers. This was a word to the elders in Anaheim. The brothers were meeting actually in the mountain, having fellowship. Uh, and then Brother Andrew Yu, uh, Brother Andrew Yu uh, went to see Brother Lee just before joining the brothers. And so he asked Brother Lee, do you have a word for the brothers? And so <clears throat> when An Brother Andrew reached the brothers, they asked, what, did Brother Lee have any fellowship for us? And this was the, this was the response. Brother Lee said, tell the brothers they need to love one another. And their wives need to love one another. And they need to love one another's children. Oh, what an impression that has made on me. And that impression has become deeper and deeper. Oh, saints, oh, we, whoever we're serving with, we shouldn't just be business associates taking care of some practical things. Oh, we might, maybe we know the verse in 1 Corinthians 12, which I was going to use later. God has placed us in the body as it has pleased him. Okay, so I, I don't really like you too much, but God put me with you and we serve together and I'm saying amen to the cross and amen. Okay, let's do this. And praise the Lord, I'm getting transformed. Uh, saints, it needs to be more than this. I think the Lord will keep us in that, in that connection until those two saints really love one another. I know in the full-time training, I've witnessed this. I've witnessed this. And I, 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 uh, even in some situations I'm, we're overseeing now, we can see two sisters. They serve together. They're, they're placed together, arranged together. And they pray together. They serve together. But I, it's very easy to tell. They don't care for each other. <laughs> they just don't care for one another. Saints, we, 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 need to, we need to love one another and serve together in the love, in the love of the Lord for one another. The next point is, uh, and the, uh, I'll say the next two together because they're kind of a pair. We need to serve in spirit. In spirit. In Romans it says we serve in newness of spirit. In newness of spirit. And then the next one is we need to serve what? Through the cross. I mentioned this earlier in one of the four statements. In spirit, through the cross. Saints, we need to exercise our spirit. Nothing natural does the body life allow? You know, we have that hymn, 1226. 
Not, nothing natural does the body life allow. In the service of the Lord, we need to exercise our spirit and not let our mind be the strongest part, the strongest impression, our smart mind, nor our capability, our natural capability. Maybe in your job, you're a manager. You may have uh, 20 people serving, working under you, and you run it very good and, and a, a very good uh, situation, and people respect you, and so on, and even you're you get some recognition uh, uh, for, for this. Um, uh, but we can't bring that into the service in the church and expect the saints to be so efficient and do this and that and so on. I remember in the past, <clears throat> I was uh, serving in a certain place. And after some time, some saints came to me to talk, to somewhat complain about a brother. He said, they said this, he treats us as his employees, not as brothers and sisters. Oh, dear saints, uh, we should not bring the, the, um, the ways of the world, the ways even of our job uh, into the church life. We need to serve in the spirit. We need to touch the spirit together. And, and that will lead us to the cross. That will lead us to the cross so that the Lord will not allow us to do the things in the, in the, natural, in the natural way. Uh, another principle is, I, I've mentioned this before, but I want to highlight this again, is prayer. Saints, we need to pray individually, personally, and we need to pray with the ones with whom we're serving. We need to pray together with others. Uh, I fear when there's a situation of an arrangement of service and there's the lack of prayer. And we've seen this uh, very often. And maybe when the enemy attacks, this is the first way he attacks, to weaken the prayer of, of the saints in the service. Um, especially you're serving people. Um, how can you expect the Lord to bless your service if, if the serving ones are not praying together? I've known situations in the children's meeting, in the young people's uh, service, in the campus work, where uh, the saints are facing frustration in their uh, labor. Um, people are, uh, the interest of the children is going, goes down. The young people, um, the meeting was good. Now it's not so strong. Attendance declining. Some not showing interest. Uh, actually, I wonder in every case, it's too easy to blame the world. Too easy to blame their situations. We need to pray. We need to come together. And firstly, we need to pray ourselves into the Spirit. Then we need to follow the Lord's leading to pray one by one, one by one, in a specific and thorough way over each situation. We should be specific 
and thorough. Not just to pray, Lord, all the young people, save them from the world. How about we pray name by name, name by name, and bear these people before the Lord. Actually, it might be that we're even led to weep over the names as we're praying for them. Saints, our prayer needs to go deeper. And again, not, not just as a, that's what we do when we come together, we have a little prayer, then we talk for most of the time, then we close with prayer and leave. Not as a kind of formality. Such prayer will not move the Lord's hand. Well, it's so good. I could give you this testimony in, in uh, recent years with the, 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 uh, the brothers with whom I, I serve uh, in my locality. Very often in our weekly meeting, it's an hour, an hour. Uh, recently, it was an hour and 25 minutes. We just prayed. We just enjoyed the Lord together. And then just prayed, and the Lord led us in, in, in prayer. After, I tell you, after 75 or 80 minutes of prayer or 60 minutes of prayer, uh, the brothers expressed this. It feels like we can end the meeting right here and go home. The Lord will take care of the church. We hardly have to talk about the practical things because the prayer covered so many areas. And, and prayer with burden, prayer with feeling. Even at times, pray with tears. Oh, dear saints, uh, I, I hope in all of our services, all our services would be covered by the, by the adequate prayer. Then to go along with that, the next point is the matter of the word. We need the word. You know, in, in, in many services, especially services with people, the Children's meeting, you have to study a lesson to present a lesson. Young people, campus, visitation, gospel. We need a supply of the word. We need the Lord to feed us so that we can give food at the proper time. As it, as it says in, 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 in Matthew, we need to have a supply for others. And you realize, saints, you know, in that portion in Matthew where the Lord is talking about his return what will we be judged according to we will be judged did we give the others food at the proper time and how can we give the food if we're not filled with the word well you may say well i'm not on any of those services i i just uh i i take care of love feasts i take care of food or ushering or, or, or cleaning, I clean the bathrooms, so maybe I don't need the word. Well, saints, I would still encourage all of us, we need the supply of the word, so that when we serve together, and that's, that's actually the next point, we serve in the body, we serve in the body, uh, I'll come back to that, that when, as we're serving, we have a supply for one another. I'll let you know how, how we were trained in, in, in the service when I was a high schooler when I was a high schooler growing up in the church life I was put on the gardening I mentioned this before and uh, sometimes we had to mow the lawn on the on the church property and always the brothers assigned two of us to mow the lawn but there was only one lawnmower 
So one, the, it was the job of one to actually push the lawnmower. It was the job of the other brother to walk along with that brother so that they could do it together. Uh, I thought, this is not efficient. I could go do something else so that we could finish this in half the time so that we could go home faster. But that's not, that's not how we were trained. We were trained two by two in the principle of the body, in the principle of, of, uh, of the body. And I tell you, saints, always there was fellowship. It was an all, I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to mislead you to say it was all the time having fellowship over the word. I tell you, during those times, very often I was put with an older brother. So I was the one pushing the lawnmower, and then he would be, you know, with, with me. And the brother would ask, how, how are you at school? How are things with your parents? And my father at that time was not saved and asking about my family. And then I learned things about the brothers too. And we had just this kind of fellowship, this knowing one another and brought into a kind of an intimacy through our service. So anyway, it's good to have the supply of the word. You know, another thing is that very often, I would remember those testimonies or what those brothers shared with me till today more than I remember what I heard in a church meeting on, in a message on Lord's Day morning. That th this was my, my, my experience. We, we when we receive something one-on-one, -on -one, very often makes an impression deeply on us. Yeah. So anyway, saints, we need to have... Uh, the, the, the riches of the word for, for one another. The next point, as I mentioned, is the body. There's so much we could say here. But it's in the principle of two by two. You know, the Lord sent his disciples always two by two. Saints, we, we should not serve with the mentality of being a hero. That, that um, I can contribute something. I know what I'm doing. Just let me do it. Uh, saints, we need to, we need to serve in the body. So this means practically we need to not only pray together, we need to have fellowship. We need to fellowship. And we should have thorough fellowship with the other members. And too often, too often, saints, uh, for, and I've seen this more in the more recent years, and sorry to say, but I, I, I will speak frankly, with the younger generation, that the coordination uh, for some services is done via email, via text, and all the things are a portion. You do this, I do that, and it seems good, but there's not the actual coming together to pray together, to have fellowship together. Oh, I tell you, it, to, to so-called fellowship through the electronic means, I use it too. It's a wonderful tool. And we can, I can coordinate with brothers from different countries via email. But at a certain time, saints, we must have some fellowship together. We must pray together to touch one another's spirit. You know, Romans 12 says that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think, but to each so as to be sober-minded. Sometimes 
It's just natural. We think too highly of ourselves. Now, that verse doesn't say we should think lowly of ourselves, that we should put ourselves down. Just not more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. We are members of the body. We are priests of God. We are qualified to serve. We are, we are placed in the body as God wills. But we should be careful not to be proud. Rather, we should prefer one another, honor one another. Of course, the best uh, um, portions in the scripture on this matter are Romans 12, and First Corinthians twelve, and I would I would leave that for you to read, and uh, very interestingly, First Corinthians twelve was my Bible reading today. This the, the, this morning I came. This was my you know reading through the Scripture. I came to First Corinthians twelve today. So much that we could say there about about not comparing ourselves to each other. Not comparing, because if you compare, usually there'll be one of two issues. Either we will be proud to say, I'm, I'm the I. I'm the I of the body. I don't need another, the other member. Or, or we will think too lowly of ourselves. Oh, I'm the, oh look, those saints are so good. They, they have such a portion. I'm, I'm nobody. Um, well, saints, we shouldn't compare ourselves. Each one of us serves according to the God of measure. To the God of measure. That's 2 Corinthians ten thirteen. We serve by the measure of the rule of the God of measure. God has apportioned certain things to us that he hasn't apportioned to others. And we can do things what others cannot do. But they can do things that we cannot do. Saints, how good to serve in a harmonious way in the body. Even saints, we should learn to serve not only in the body, not only with the body, but through the body. Through the body. You know, right now, right now, as we're having this fellowship, there's another conference I'm supposed to be involved with, but I cannot be because I'm here with you. And that's with our uh, regional young people's conference, the older high schoolers. And I, I'm so happy that that burden, uh, you know, Brother Terry is here uh, uh, with us in this fellowship. Brother Terry and I initiated this burden in, this, in the Northeast of the U.S. in 1999. Can you imagine, Brother Terry? 21 years ago, we had our, our first high school juniors and seniors retreat. That's with the, the young people in grades 11, uh, 11, 11 and 12. And for many years, the first few years, we carried it out. And then Brother Ke uh, Terry's service uh, responsibilities did not allow him to participate. We carried on. And, and actually, I have not been involved, I think, maybe one time in the last five years. But other brothers have been brought in to serve. And we fellowship together, but I don't give the messages. I don't even attend the meetings. I feel glorious that the burden can be carried on by others, and probably in a better way. 
saints, we need to we need to serve in the body, with the body, and even through the body, and and have the trust in in, in the body. So. Anyway, this matter of, of the body, so, so, so many uh, principles that we could uh, uh, mention here, um, but our time is, is limited. Maybe I just mentioned this. For the body, for the body, all of us, all of us must be one with the head. All of us must be one with the head. You know, even now, I, I'm told, I'm told, and I, I know that I do this, that I speak with my hands. So when we're live, maybe you have more of an impression. But even like this, you may have already seen that I use my hands a lot. Uh, it's not conscious. But somehow my head is telling my hand to do this very spontaneously. Every member is connected to the head through the nervous system. Saints, this is a picture of the body of Christ. Every member is connected to the head. Every member answers to the head. And that's why all our fellowship in the main conference line on the practice of fellowship is so important. It's not, we need a deeper fellowship with the Lord, but ultimately it's not just for each of us to have a closer walk with the Lord. This is for the body. It's for the body. The second is that, that that's, the, that's the picture of the, uh, uh, nervous system. Then we have the picture of the circulatory system, right? And that shows us, saints, that shows us we all need to be nourished for the body. We all need to be nourished for the body. Every member must be healthy for the body to be healthy. So we need to enjoy the supply in the body supply in the body and then finally we need to keep the oneness of the body we need the oneness of the body yes we all have our function and we answer to the head but we need to be one with all the members okay then very quickly the last two principles um i think this would be number nine if i'm not mistaken is our manner of life, our conduct, or maybe I should say our pattern or our living. In our service, our living is important. Our person is important. Because we minister Christ, we express Christ, not just by what we do, by what we are. So saints... All the time, all the time, we just need to be one with the Lord because there are eyes that are watching us. Teachers, those of you burdened for the children, your service is not just your teaching the lesson. Your service is your person. Your service is your example. And they can see. Do you come late to the meeting? They can see, are you prepared? They can see, are you, when the other serving one is, is giving the lesson, are you on your phone? They can, they can see, are you two 
are the teachers, the two or three teachers, are you happy with one another? Are you one? They can see. Are you here with a long face? Or are you happy to be here? And saints, the children are very perceptive. Our person means a lot. Actually, in every area of service. It's not just what we do. It's who we are. And then the, the final point, and then I'll turn it over to, to, to you for the sharing, is endurance. Endurance. You know, in Timothy, uh, sorry, in First uh, Thessalonians 1, it talks about the work of faith, labor of love, and the endurance of hope. The endurance of hope. Saints, in our service for the Lord, we need endurance. And endurance issues in or is expressed through commitment. We need a commitment to our service. We, it's not that we serve when we feel like, and then other times I, I'm, I'm not inspired, so I just leave it. No, saints, we need, we need the endurance to continue to serve be one with the Lord to uh, actually this was in Second Corinthians maybe the first um, uh, characteristic of the serving ones to have the endurance to continue to serve saints we need this practically in our church life anyway um, I don't know if this fellowship has been a help but uh I know it's a lot to, to uh, uh, digest. I hope we could take these words to the Lord and the Lord would be able to speak some of these things to each of us. And, and I would say, saints, don't, don't, tr don't take this as a law and then you go and try to do something. Uh, I would say just prayerfully bring these matters to the Lord and see what the Lord would speak to you. And maybe you wouldn't, uh, even these 10 points, you, you wouldn't go over all of them at one time. Just one or two. One day, you just pray. You bring these. The next day, you pray over the next point or two. See what the Lord would speak speak to you. Uh, okay, brothers, I think I'll stop here and I'll turn it.